Heat Wave ahead. For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Heat wave ahead. For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Mike Talks Funny. I'm your host, Mike Shea, and uh, we've got an awesome show for you guys today. We have got special guest returning to the show, uh, Kevin Rupert, who's an awesome comedian here in town. We're going to talk about all the shows he's running around the Dayton area, as well as working on the Gem City Tonight show together. I want to remind you guys that next Tuesday, June 25th, will be the Dog and Funny Show. You can come see myself, Mike Wells, Michelle Trena, and Doug Bass uh, put on a comedy show at the Dayton Funny Bone, raising money for the Dayton Humane Society. Uh, go to my website, MikeShayComedy.com slash shows, and you can get your tickets there. Uh, it's 20 bucks. Show starts at 7.30, and again, we're raising money. Wow, I burped into the microphone. <laughs> for... Uh, for the Dayton Humane Society, it's a great cause, and and uh, Doug Bass is touring all over the country putting this show on, and I'm just so thrilled he asked me to be a part of it. Uh, also, you'll be able to see us that morning at 8.40 on Fox 45's In the Morning Morning Show. Uh, we'll all be on there promoting the show as well, so make sure you check that out. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys do that. I'll be hitting open mics around town for the next week and a half here uh, up until before the show hits. But once again, that's next Tuesday, June 25th, the Dog and Funny Show, raising money for the Dayton Humane Society, hosted by Michelle Trana, featuring myself, Mike Wells, and our headliner, Doug Bass. And go to MikeShayComedy.com slash shows and get your tickets there or go to the Dayton Funny Bone website. Uh, links to all this stuff down in the description. Uh, of the episode. Uh, we actually don't have a musical guest for you guys today. I know it's weird. Uh, it's the first time that's happened. We just we just don't have one lined up. Uh, but we do have an amazing conversation with Kevin Rupert. So let's just let's roll the music and let's get right into it, guys. This is me in the studio with Kevin Rupert. Hey guys, welcome back to Mike Talks Funny. We are hanging out in the studio with uh, a returning guest. You guys remember him from last season. Uh, the one, the only, Mr. Kevin Rupert is on the show. Hey, what's up, man? Okay, man. Good to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh, so when we first talked, the, when we first met and we, were, when we had you on the show the last time, um, you, you hadn't been living here that long. Right. You hadn't been, you hadn't been doing stand-up as long in the area. Right. Lots has changed since then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. I uh, yeah, I guess we talked uh, in October, um, something like that. 
Yeah, and uh, I was just kind of getting back into it. I, I started about a year and a half ago in New York City when I was living out there, yeah. and uh, then moved back here um, about eight months ago or so, and so I was just kind of getting back into the groove and getting back to open mics and stuff like that, and um, and yeah, since then I've had an opportunity to continue with it and you know get a couple of shows going and stuff. So it's it's been fun. I'm I'm loving the Dayton comedy scene. It's uh it's a really cool place. It's 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 been thriving, and and that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Is is you've really taken up the the mantle of, of running shows in this area, man. Oh, thanks, man. You've you've, been, appreciate you've that. been running several shows. We'll we'll talk about the Barrel of Laughs. That's the big one we're going to talk about here in a bit. Sure. But uh, what other shows you've been running around town, man? Uh, well, we uh, we started one at uh, Billy's. Uh, we call it Billy's Burgers, Beers, and Laughs in Lebanon. Um, so uh, so we've we've got that one going. Um, we're going to be doing another one in July. I just have to schedule it with the uh, the venue. Uh, and then um, uh, we've got Messiah Hookah, uh, which uh, um, we had our second show there on Friday of last week. That one's kind of a work in progress because hookah spots are always kind of, you know, uh, interesting venues to try and do comedy shows at. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but we're going to try and keep that one going if we can. And then, uh, uh, and then, uh, froggies, I'm, I'm helping to produce a, uh, a charity showcase for the 28th. I, I won't be there, um, because I'm going to be doing the fireworks competition. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, uh, but this guy, Dan Colton is going to be hosting it. Uh, and so that should be pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to uh, uh, to find as many opportunities for stage time as possible, and trying to kind of create them organically at whatever venues are receptive to it. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun so far. I've I've, no, I've just I've noticed when it comes to putting on shows. I mean, I mean, plenty of people mm -hmm. can just go to a bar and say, "Hey, I want to do mm -hmm. a comedy show here and make it happen." But you, you've you've really I don't know what it is, but maybe you, maybe you can tell me. But maybe you don't give away any inside baseball secrets, but. <laughs> Um, the shows you have put together, the comics seem to love. Um, they, oh, they seem nice. to uh, enjoy them, and and you're you're not just putting on a random show in a random place. It's like you're finding the right place with the right audience, the right hosts. Is there a is there some kind of method or anything like like what what's your process well, for putting together a show, man? Well, yeah, thanks for saying that, man. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, basically, it's just I think a matter of like networking, mm -hmm. um, to to create a real audience. Like, uh, um, essentially, my process is you know I'll find a venue that wants to do a show. I'll put together uh, as good a flyer as I can. Um, I use uh, Canva, which is like a pretty good software program for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, I'll promote it on social media. But I think most importantly. I'll actually go out into the community and I'll try and get flyers up in different businesses. Um, and in the process, uh, not only do you get visibility for the show, but you also network with people and uh, let them know that, you know, there's a comedy scene here in Dayton. You know, we've got a show in your area, so come check it out. Um, and I think in a lot of cases that just has organically generated a, a turnout for it. Um, and then once you have like a, a pretty, you know, sizable audience for like, you know, a small, like sort of bar show or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it really improves the environment for the comedians cause they've got a real audience to, you know, play off of and, and to test out material on. Um, so I think it's just a matter of, uh, just sort of grassroots networking and trying to get that audience there. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes all the difference. Absolutely, man. And you mentioned, you mentioned you're going to be doing, uh, the fireworks competition here, mm -hmm. uh, soon, yep. uh, as a guy who's lived here for four years and never done it. Uh, <laughs> is this your first time doing it? This is my first time, yeah. yeah. Have you done contests and stuff before? Uh, I did uh, one contest, um, first one I've ever done a few weeks ago in Chillicothe. Okay. Um, uh, it was uh, me and Mike Wells, uh, Joel Gant was on it. 
um, Nikki Shreves, a few other uh, comedians mm-hmm. uh, that are, uh, you know, local or quasi-local. Um, and uh, that was the first competition I'd ever done. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How, what was the experience like, man? Uh, I was pretty good. I uh, I was a little bit nervous because I, uh, just by luck of the draw, I ended up going up first. Oh. And, uh, and I've gotten used to going up first because I'm, you know, hosting these shows and stuff like that. But I don't, like, honestly, like, I'm always a little bit nervous to go up first because the crowd really isn't, like, into it yet. And yeah. so it's a, it's a tough terrain to start out on. Um, so when I found out I was going up first, I got a little nervous. So I think it messed up the beginning of my set and stuff. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think I placed uh, in the top few uh, comics, I'm, I'm pretty sure, based on the scores and stuff. You, but uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun experience. And, and Mike uh, Wells actually ended up winning, which was awesome to see because he's a, a great comedian. Mike's great. Mike's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and, uh, I will, you know, with the going up first thing, I mean, you're definitely right. It's that challenge because you kind of, mm-hmm. you set the, you set the bar for the room, but with stuff mm-hmm. like, like the barrel laugh show, I mean, you host, mm-hmm. so you're always right. the first guy that goes up. Sure. Um, sure. <laughs> is there a, there's, there's a slight variation between just being a comic and being the comic that's hosting the show. Right. Do you have a preference? Would you rather just be a performer or is there a preference to actually mm-hmm. hosting a show? Oh, definitely. I'd, I'd rather be a performer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hosting uh, is uh, I think it's a good experience to have, but it's kind of a stressful experience because you don't just go up and do your set and it's over. Mm-hmm. Like you got to kind of manage the rest of the show. And then I think even more than uh, like I would prefer hosting to like producing and hosting. Mm-hmm. And then I would prefer like uh, just going up and doing my set to hosting. Okay. <laughs> so the more I can simplify it, that's kind of what I prefer. The, la- the lazy approach. I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. No, I appreciate exactly. it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I love hosting. I don't know what it is, man. I love yeah. hosting. So let's that's awesome. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about the Barrel Laugh Show, man, because yeah. this has really yeah. taken off in the in the last. How how long is it? Because you started back in. Oh man, I I was looking at it earlier, and we've had that thing going for eight months, yeah. which I couldn't believe. I was like, man, that's crazy. It's just I can't believe how fast time goes by. How did how did the Barrel Laugh Show come to be a thing? What's that story like? Yeah, so um, I actually approached the Barrel uh, when I first got back into town, which I guess was almost a year ago. It was like July of last year, um, and. Uh, it's a bar that's been really popular with a lot of my friends that are, are in the area and have been here, you know, for years and years. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had gone there a few times just to hang out. And I thought this would be a great venue for stand up. And having just come from, you know, the New York City area, mm-hmm. I was kind of excited to try and get a show started based on the experience that I'd gotten there. Right. And um, and so I approached the ownership about it. <clears throat> and I said, uh, you know, hey, I'd like to do a showcase. And and um, they were like, well, let's you know, talk about it later. We'll set up a meeting and they gave me a business card. Um, and I kept following up. They weren't really getting back to me. Uh, and I, so I just kept visiting and talking, uh, to Dawn. She's the owner. She's really cool. Uh, just uh, kept visiting her and talking to her, you know, uh, every couple of weeks. And then, uh, eventually I guess they had actually, and I didn't know this at the time, but they actually went forward with a comedy show through a company. Mm -hmm. Um, they did that. Um, and uh, so, so I feel kind of bad because because uh, I I didn't know that someone was already you know using that venue, mm-hmm. um, but eventually I went in and I did a little sales pitch and Don told me well let's give it a, a shot so mm-hmm. we did our first show there in uh, November I think November fifteenth uh, yeah of last year you you were on that show yeah um, with uh, with a lot of other uh, really good local comics um, and it went pretty good so they were like yeah let's just keep we'll keep doing it and uh, yeah it's been going ever since. Um, and, and, uh, 
so you, you mentioned because it's always kind of mm-hmm. awkward when you find out you wanted to put a show on somewhere someone else already has a show there right did and I, I don't I don't know I'm, I'm more or less just just asking because I'm a gossipy bitch but uh, <laughs> did, did the, the the first did the already the show that was already there did it just like not go well or were they just kind of trying out different stuff like uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not totally sure. I think they went with a different uh, model there. I mm-hmm. I don't want to impugn any of the comedians that were on it or anything. And I, obviously there there can be situations where, you know, shows um, just happen to go poorly because, mm-hmm. you know, the crowd is weird that night or whatever. So so I, I, I don't want to speak to um, the, the quality of the show because I, I didn't really see it. But I know that the venue um, – just was kind of leaning toward going a different Mm -hmm. direction um but i I think one of the things about the original show was that i think they only had three comedians on it Um, oh so it was more of a i don't know it wasn't a showcase it was just right right it was here's three comics putting on longer shows yeah it was kind of like the traditional like opener feature headliner situation and um and i think for whatever reason a showcase just happens to be more compatible with that with that venue. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easier to, cause the, obviously the bar's main concern is turning people out. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing showcases is part of my, you know, turnout model because one, you kind of get yourself a head start because you're automatically going to have 10 people in the audience, uh, cause the comedians are going to be there. Yeah. Um, but in addition, based on law of averages, like, you know, chances are someone's going to bring a decent amount of people, especially yeah. if you get someone like really local, like someone from Springboro or that surrounding area, mm-hmm. they're going to bring friends and family. So that that's additional people. Um, and uh, and so I think showcases are one more compatible with like audiences like shorter attention spans these days, but they're also sure. easier to like turn out a big audience for. Sure. Um, and uh, and and a lot of the time you don't even have to make it a bringer, and you'll get a big audience as long as you promote it sufficiently. So I think the error might have been with the original show; they just kind of had too few comics, mm-hmm. um, and it just wasn't the right type of show for that venue. Right. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily. I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to imply that like oh the show is bad oh uh, yeah of course, um, of course not, not. all yeah. uh you know it's just the kind of show mm-hmm. it sounds like they were trying to put on maybe would have mm-hmm. worked better at like a wiley's or a funny bone exactly or a joker's yep. um definitely because because yeah i mean like you mentioned people have such mm-hmm. diminishing attention spans these days right. that if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't change it up or give them a reason to pay attention other than just like mm-hmm. yeah you, 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 you could argue we'll have a comedian on mm-hmm. stage reason to pay attention it's like yeah but you're also at a bar or restaurant where there's other. Right. I mean, like, I, I, again, I, I was on the first mm-hmm. Barrel Laugh show, so like, mm-hmm. there's dartboards, there's pool tables, there's TVs, <laughs> delicious food. Seriously, the food there is great. <laughs> but, oh um, yeah, they got good food. The good food. The food's great. Um. Uh, so you know, or as at whereas at a place like a Wiley's where it's like you're there to watch a comedy show. That's the only reason you right. go there. So right. But uh, yeah. So and, and yeah, I got to be on the first one, and it was it was one of the. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm not just saying this because you're in the room. It was one of the better shows I've been on. Oh, thanks, um, man. Just the crowd was receptive. I love the venue. And yeah, I, I'm kind of like you. I walk into a place, I walk into a bar or something. My first thought is, could I do a comedy show here? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. the answer a lot of times ends up being no. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the barrel has a flipping stage, like, right there in oh, the it's room. A great, yeah, it's a great setup. It's, I love yeah. the setup. I love the backdrop. Um, it's 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 there's not really a bad seat in the house. Right. Sometimes you right. go to places and it's like, well if you're sitting over here you can't you see can't shit. See a stage. And, yeah. <laughs> so there's not really a bad place in that a bad seat in the house. And also the barrel, mm-hmm. like when I was trying to find the place the first time, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't sure I was in the right area. Because it's just part of this 
like it's like a plaza like a shopping yeah. center yeah and it's very nondescript and i was like really right. this is the place we're doing this <laughs> what the fuck did i sign up for you god damn yeah. it kevin rupert <laughs> and then i walked in and i was like oh this place is awesome yeah <laughs> it's kind of great yeah geographically it's like kind of like a hidden gem because it's like right behind like a an applebee's and like uh you know uh, waffle house yeah and all that stuff so it's kind of obscured from the, the main drag there 73 through springboro um but uh but yeah it's a it's a cool little place and uh yeah it's just a great venue for comedy the the backdrop the stage they have set up i mean the backdrop kind of looks like a backdrop at a comedy club in it, a weird it way it really does and uh so it just it kind of works out perfectly and uh i love i love like yeah i love the outdoor little little outdoor area they have out there because you can yep. you step outside have the pre-show meeting but also it just seems like a place that like the locals just seem to love it yeah they uh, they really love that bar like uh, and and they have a lot of regulars that come in there, and uh, I think the ownership has just done a great job, like cultivating relationships with mm-hmm. people, and uh, and that's I mean for a bar that's a recipe for like a really sustainable business because they're they're just they're good to people, they treat their customers right and stuff. So so yeah, I love I love the Barrel. It's Absolutely, an awesome place. Man. And you got one going on this week. Uh yeah, uh, Thursday. Um, we're do- this will be our uh, it's like our sixth or seventh show i think and uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun travis charles is headlining uh Ooh. we got yeah he uh, he's on there uh we got wendy ferguson uh don smith is coming back on the show you got you um, got wendy yeah we got wendy get the yeah. fuck <laughs> out of here and uh we we also have um uh holly shock is gonna be on it oh man uh, <laughs> wait no wait wait so you have wendy ferguson yeah don smith yeah. Um, Holly Shock and Travis Charles on a show together, definitely, and uh, and Jonathan Snyder. Um, you powerhouse I'm, motherfucker! <laughs> Holy shit! A lot of really funny people. I, I I feel like I'm leaving people out. Unfortunately, I don't have the flyer in front of me. I'm but gonna uh, find it right now. But, I keep talking. I'm gonna find it right here on oh, Facebook. Shit. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who uh, who else is on there. So it's this, um, so it's this Thursday, and what time, yeah, what times yep. what times the show start? Uh, eight thirty p.m. Eight thirty p.m. Yep. Uh, Eric Buccio was another one. Who's on there? Busio. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Busio. <laughs> uh, so we got and, we got uh, Wendy Ferguson, Joe yep. Robinette, Jonathan Snyder, yep. Don Smith, Holly Shock, Eric Busio, DeAndre yep. Stringer, and your headliner Travis Charles, Kevin Rupert as host. Yep. Man, it's gonna be fun, man. Is there a cover charge to get in? Uh, it's a free show. It costs you nothing yeah. to get in, people. <laughs> it's free. Come on, yep. that's a no brainer. No reason not to. Oh, that's great, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna step out. We're gonna take a quick break. Sure. When we come back, we're gonna play a little game. Three minutes of rapid fire questions. Awesome. With Kevin Rupert, guys, stick around. We got a lot more show right after this. And now it's time for the roast of Mike Shay. <laughs> This has been the Roast of Mike Shea. Closed captioning of this program was brought to you by Nobody. It's a podcast. Seriously, if you're deaf, why are you here? Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We're still hanging out here with Kevin Rupert, and uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna keep talking. But first, we're gonna do three minutes of rapid fire questions with you, man. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. What was the last gift you gave someone? Oh wow. Um, 
That's a really good question. I guess I would have been, uh, wow, was it Christmas? Um, I got my girlfriend a uh, mat like that you put uh, in front of the sink in the kitchen. Oh, that's romantic. Yeah. Uh, if you were to get rid of one state in the U.S., <laughs> which would it be? Uh, oh, man, that's tough. Um, New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you a morning or night person? Uh, definitely night person. What is one thing you own you wish you didn't? Uh, dining room table. What, what is your biggest <laughs> addiction? Uh, ice cream. What is the thing you're most afraid of? Spiders. What celebrity annoys you the most? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. But good, I think we, we talked about Good that. answer. Good <laughs> fucking answer. What's a nickname your parents used to call you? Um, uh, dumbass. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Holy, with that. <laughs> would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Uh, every language. How long does it take you to get ready? Oh, like 15 minutes. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? Uh, an enigma. Yeah. Uh, invisibility <laughs> or super strength? Uh, invisibility. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Yes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? Uh, 9.5. Cake or pie? Uh, cake. Do you ever post inspirational quotes on social media? Nope. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. You fucking heathen. Is there such a thing as objective beauty? Uh, sure. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Nope. Are lifeguards attractive? Depends on the lifeguard. Do you respect Kanye West? Yes. Godfather or Star Wars? Star Wars. Are women complicated? Yep. How often is it healthy to cry? Uh, twice a day. Stale Sour Patch Kids or fresh circus peanuts? Sour Patch Kids. Do you know how to salsa dance? Nope. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at wiffle ball? Uh, six. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Oh, yeah. Favorite, <laughs> favorite type of muffin? Uh, chocolate chip. Do you like the smell of gasoline? Yes. If you were given an all-expense-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Definitely. Ask permission or beg forgiveness? Uh, ask permission. 30 seconds. Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Are dogs people? Yes. Would you eat a day-old taquito from Speedway? Yeah, definitely. Who hasn't? Do you right. Instagram your food? <laughs> nope. Is Jimmy Kimmel funny? Yeah. Would I, you go to a movie alone? I have. Are your grandparents mildly rude? No, very nice people. What's the most boring thing ever? Uh, Golf. Are women complicated? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three minutes of rapid fire questions with Kevin Rupert, nice. man. So, you got the barrel going on this Thursday. Yep. You got you're you're mm -hmm. doing this the Billy's bur uh, burgers beers and laughs. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and you got the fireworks competition coming up here soon at Wiley's, man. Yep. So what 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 is it about a competition that it like what is it that draws you to wanting to do a competition? Um, I I guess I kind of just want to uh you know find out what that experience is really like um i mean the one in chill coffee was kind of a smaller venue um so this being at a comedy club it'll be a lot different i would imagine um and also i just want to test my material and see like because i've been you know doing some of these jokes for quite a long time and i've i've gauged audience responses and stuff like that but i kind of want to be able to look at them in a more objective way and and i think a contest may provide the context to do that um and uh yeah, I think it'll just be an opportunity to to kind of refine, you know, my set. Um, 
uh, maybe retire a few old jokes that have worked, but I'm getting kind of tired of. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, networking with other comedians too. I, I think the whole experience is going to be awesome. Um, are now like I mean, obviously, you know, we're we're comics. We're always mm-hmm. writing. We're always looking to, to mm-hmm. work on that next new joke. You know, especially I mean, like we work on Gem City mm-hmm. tonight together, so we're we're always writing for that as well. Right. So are are you one of those comics who is constantly? Because there there are a lot of comedians who like they'll 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 let a joke run for maybe mm-hmm. a few months and then they move on and write a whole new set. Sure. Are you one? Because and as someone like me, like I've been pulling off the same twenty minutes for almost a year now. I I. <laughs> I'm very comfortable with my set the way it is. I want to write new stuff, but I also, sure. you know, I like what I have. So, are you one of those? Like, where where do you fall on that spectrum? Like, how often are you putting new stuff into your set? I I think I'm kind of more in your camp where like um I I've kind of been using uh the same jokes for a while um mm-hmm. and just kind of refining them and maybe rewriting them, tweaking them a little bit. Um, I probably have about twenty to twenty five minutes of like pretty solid like core material. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I haven't fully exhausted all of it yet. Like, I don't think it's, it's totally run its course. So I'm, I'm kind of using that at shows. Um, and then at, at open mics, I like to try new material almost every time just to see if I can find something that, uh, you know, uh, is really good that I can add to my, uh, you know, my tried and true stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd say that I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I haven't really been regenerating my set a lot, like in creating brand new stuff i'm just kind of building on what i what i already have but i think once i hit the two-year mark i'm going to retire most of my most of the jokes i've been doing and kind of start from scratch okay i i was i was watching an interview with with jay washington the other day mm-hmm. he's a comedian out in la and he talked about how when he when he got out to la him and his comedian friends did this like like 30 set challenge where okay third they they like their next 30 sets they tried to do a new five minutes for each set Wow, and they wound up doing it for like 150 instead of 300. And I'm just kind of like, I don't. That's insane. I, I like to think I'm a creative person. I, <laughs> look, I'm just not that funny. Okay, like all yeah, of same. Sudden, I'm not that funny or creative that I could come up with a new five minutes. <laughs> Especially if you're if you're a working class comic where you're hitting an open mic at least at least once a night, you know, or every. Right. I'll, I'll give you every other night. To write a new, and I'm not saying like it had to be a funny five minutes every time, but to just right. come up with a new five minutes period oh yeah no i i uh i actually a couple of months ago um or a few a few months ago now uh before the february barrel of laughs show i decided in january i was like i'm gonna write because the challenge with the barrel is that um obviously a lot of the people there have heard my material before um so uh, you know i'm kind of caught between a rock and a hard place because i can't really do like my old stuff um and i it's hard to do new stuff because it's kind of clunky and you know, it doesn't get the show started off. Right. So I decided I was like, I'm going to take a month and I'm going to write a brand new five minute set in a month and I'm going to test it out at open mics. And so I went to open mics like, like at least three, four times a week. And I put together a brand new five minute set and it did well at Wiley's uh, just prior to the February barrel show. And then I trotted out uh, for the February barrel show and it did not get the reaction that I was. <laughs> oh no! I was like, man, I put a month into that. Uh, but that that's uh, that's the the one time of late where I've developed a brand new uh, type five mm-hmm. uh, within a short span of time, and and it's really uh, hard to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, it but I will say that um, if you intensively like put like a month into it or so, and really just work on like one five minute set, it seems like it does kind of it develops into something solid. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing trial and error and everything. Like my problem is I don't go up enough. 
it's, that that's uh, and it's and sometimes it's hard to find opportunities for stage time, uh, you know, just because um, we're in a, a you know a less densely populated area than some of the larger markets. All that, or you're mm-hmm. just you're just like me, and you just work all the fucking time. So. Right, that that too for sure. <laughs> I can never go to sets, Mike. Are you afraid to go up? No, I fucking bills to pay, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's great that you have every night free to just go up. Like, <laughs> I, right. was, I, was, I was at South Park Tavern last Wednesday, my first time there. Uh, interesting yeah. experience. Uh, Mike Mike Wells is the only other comic there. Um, gotcha. But uh, he's like, yeah, "This is my third open mic tonight," and I was like, "Oh, good for you, good for you." Okay, whatever. That guy's a workhorse, man. He is. Mike, like, like, I know this is your interview, mm-hmm. but Mike Wells works harder than anybody else. This he fight. does. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. No, but for sure. He's also a one-liner comic, and that's right. Oof, couldn't do it, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I. I mean. Yeah, to come up, because uh, you've got to generate that many more ideas, I would think, if you're yeah. a one-liner comic, because each joke is so, if you're trying to put together a five-minute set, you're going to need, what, 15 one-liners to do that? At least. Right? Yeah, I mean. Whereas if you're a story comic, you know, you can just tell five-minute story. If you're kind of somewhere in between one-liner and story, you can do like three or four jokes. Oh, well, he's, he's such a fast-talking one-liner comic. Like He's not like Stephen right. Wright or Mitch Hedberg who would take their time to, like, like he right. spits them out yeah it's true like it's not a race mike uh, <laughs> calm the fuck down uh, come see mike and i at the uh dog and funny show next tuesday <laughs> that show's gonna be awesome i hope so i really because this is my first time performing at funny bone doing my material the one other time i performed at funny bone was for a dead comic show oh okay and that was gotcha. that was two three years ago okay who, um, who did you impersonate? Uh, John Panette. Oh, okay. Yeah, John that's Panette. right. That's um, right. So this is my first time actually doing my material mm-hmm. at Funny Bone. So there's that. Gotcha. There's that level of nerves. Sure. Um, it's a it's it's a Tuesday show. You know, it's for charity. I, I I have nothing to do with it. Somebody else is putting this together. He just asked me to be on it, so I don't want to screw nice. up his show. Right. Um, <laughs> and also, like, it's the Funny Bone. Yeah. You know, and it's like. It's going to be a packed house too. I, would, I really I would hope think. so. I really yeah. hope so. It's, it's a charity show, so I'm hoping that like guilts people into going. But, <laughs> um, so, uh, and speaking of charity shows, so like you know, we've been doing you know, obviously we live here in Dayton, Ohio. We had the Memorial Day tornadoes, where there was 15 tornadoes that touched mm-hmm. down. A lot of charity shows going on around town. Uh, have you yeah. have you taken part in any of these? Um, I did the uh, the one at Hannah's uh, that was put on by Jim City tonight and mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Mitikaitis and um, and Mike Wells uh, again uh, was also instrumental in um, putting that one together. Uh, so I did that one and then uh, um, let's see, I think that's the only charity show that I've done. I uh, helped uh, produce one that's going on on the twenty eighth at Froggy's in Monroe. Okay, um, but uh, but yeah, I guess it's just those two. I think it's been it's been really. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot of shit about Dayton because I live here and I can, but you sure. know, to see Dayton come together the way it has yeah. since those tornadoes, I mean, it's really mm-hmm. been very uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. So with, uh, have you, other than the one for Gem City mm-hmm. tonight, have you done charity shows before? Uh, actually, yeah, I, I, um, I did one at Wiley's, uh, for, uh, Ed Steininger, um, who oh, okay. is a, a local guy who, um, I believe is having a, a kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. And so we were raising funds for his, uh, medical costs. Um, so I did that one. I actually worked um, with a relative of his. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he seemed like a nice dude. I, uh, <clears throat> got a chance to meet him at the show and he was, he was a cool guy. Um, and then, uh, I think that may be the only other charity show I've done. 
They're they're interesting because there's always because yeah. on one hand yeah. it's like it's a charity show, so you kind of feel like, what can I get away with? I mean, if we're raising money for something, can I right. can I go blue? Right. Um, <laughs> I I did one in in December for a, a toy drive show at Wiley's that uh, Andrew Mitakaitis hosted. That's oh like, yeah, actually he and how he and I met. And people from House of Bread were there, and that's kind of a religious organization. So we're like, okay, it's probably going to keep us pretty clean. Then Andrew goes up and just starts f bombing, and I was like, all right, screw it, cats out the bag. We're just, <laughs> we're we're just we're going to fuck this whole thing up. And I mean, it went it went really well. <laughs> right. Uh, charity shows are, are 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 interesting to say the least. For sure. Um, so let's talk about Gem City tonight, man. Oh yeah, yeah, so definitely. Gem City tonight. We've talked about it on the show a couple times. Is uh a late night talk show here in town hosted by Andrew Medicitis um, yep. uh, down over at DATV. And uh, mm-hmm. Kevin and I, along with a fuck ton of other people, uh, <laughs> are writers for the show, man. Yep. How uh, has this experience been for you? Oh, it's been amazing. I uh, I mean, <clears throat> just the opportunity to, uh, um, to learn more about how, you know, shows are produced, like even if it's on like a smaller scale and um, and getting to, uh, you know, submit jokes for the show and, and, um, just interact with, uh, Andrew, who's a great guy and everybody else who's writing on it. I got to uh, do a stand up set on the oh, show. Oh, that's right. You did. Um, and, uh, so yeah, the whole experience has been great. I, I actually, I, um, just because things have been kind of busy with the shows I've been putting together, I, uh, I haven't had as much of an opportunity to, to do writing like for the monologue and everything, but, uh, but I'm going to try and get, uh, back into that. Cause I really yeah. enjoy it. Those are fun nights because we we all get together and go mm-hmm. to the most expensive bar in town. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike Wells loves that bar. He's always like, let's "It's a go good to, bar. Let's, let's, it is a good bar." Let's, let's go to the rooftop bar at Crown Plaza, and I'm like, "All right, fine." I really didn't feel like spending six bucks for a beer, but all right, we're <laughs> doing it. Uh, but we go up there; it's a great view of Dayton, and yep. uh, it, you know, because we usually go there on like a Sunday or Monday night when there's nobody mm-hmm. there, right? Um, right. So it's quiet, and we all just sit around and, and talk and write. It's 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 you, it's you, it's me, it's Wells. Yep. Dan Andrick, um, yep. uh, John, uh, John Morris, John Morris. Um, uh, and, we had uh, a whole team. Uh, uh, John Ulery. Yeah. Uh, Travis kind of Travis Charles kind of sort of he's been in and out mm-hmm. of town, so it's not as easy for him. But right. But he helps out. And uh, but it's it's been it's been I'm mm-hmm. finally I'm going on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Tape. Oh. I'm going to go tape tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so that, yeah. I, I haven't been to a taping yet. Gotcha. Because usually, gotcha. usually I work Wednesdays, but I have tomorrow off, so it'll be it'll be fun to go down. I've never been to DATV. Really? Yeah. It's it's again. It's like I always want to go down there, but my my work schedule is not fun. Um, but like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's been a cool experience working yeah. on this man. Um, and and Andrew Medicitis is a guy so talented like yeah it's almost yeah, and, sure. and he's that good looking and it's like, it's like what are you bad at it's like uh, right right it's not fair are you a terrible cook or are, <laughs> are like are you bad in bed like give me something right. here like gotta I, be. I, I should bring his wife on the show and get her to talk Just... some shit because he's been on the show and you know right. it was awesome and then he was in my movie and he won a fucking award being in my movie you're That's welcome right. andrew um <laughs> i want to know what his shortcomings are i need to get his wife on the show but uh yeah that guy's got charisma for days it's crazy wears too many fucking bracelets yeah, yeah, he does have to. Uh, that's there. There you go. You found <laughs> the, too many bracelets. That's right. He, that's the weakness. When I had him come over, I was like, "Yeah, just come over. We're going in my basement studio." And I'm thinking, like, "Cool, he'll show up in like a t-shirt and jeans or some shit." No, he shows up in the suit jacket with the pants and the right. brace. And I was right. like, "We're not on camera, man. Like, no one else is gonna see you here. You can slum it, but I get. I don't think he actually knows how to slum it. Like, that may I, be true. I almost felt bad having mm-hmm. him wear a t-shirt and sweatpants in my movie. I was like, this must be right. weird for you. You must feel <laughs> naked. Um, 
He just he goes to to bed in a like a three piece suit, right? Like know? he, I, I imagine him like like dressed like Hugh Hefner with like some nice slacks and a right. smoking jacket, right. and his wife just. That's I I uh, speaking. I saw your guys' uh, toy drive show because you put it up on YouTube. I yeah. think or, saw, or Keith Urban did. Keith Urban did. And yeah. um, when uh, when that came out, I I saw it, and uh, yeah, I think he was dressed he had, similar to that for he that had show. Had on these like blue pants with candy canes on them. This. Bright right. red. Look, I think it was a velvet blazer. <laughs> his hair, all and I was just kind of like, you right. Like I'm wearing a leather jacket and shitty dress pants I've had for eight years, and fucking New Balance sneakers. I'm not even wearing nice shoes, right? And like Mike Wells is there, like a sweater and jeans, and this mother, oh, Keith Urban. Is is just as guilty though. Keith Urban was wearing like a full blown like I believe Santa that. Santa Claus style tuxedo. I was like, I don't know. I was like, what the fuck, but, right? I mean, it was a charity show at Christmas time, so I guess it's fine. But <laughs> all right, Kevin, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, no problem, dude. So had let's, a good time. Let's, let's so 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 this week, to pl- plug what you got going on this week, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, tonight I'm on um the Toxic Offender show with Dan Seabree, uh, and then um uh, where's that one at? It's uh oh man, is that a uh, Toxic Brew? Yeah, it must be. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> let's go back to I Kevin's Facebook know the, page. Let's yeah. go to Kevin's Facebook page here. Yeah, I should probably know the location. So I, tonight uh, we got the Toxic Offender show down at the yep. Toxic Brew Company in downtown Ohio. Downtown, downtown Ohio. Hey, downtown, downtown Dayton, Ohio <laughs> with uh, uh, Holly Shock, Jesse Nutt, Mike Holinsky, uh, Nate Washington, hosted by Dan Seabree. Kevin Rupert's on the show as well, I guess. Yep. Uh, that, one's at, that one's at 8 p.m. And it's Tequila Tuesday, people. That's right. Uh, so get out there, and then um, I tomorrow night I, I don't think I'm doing anything. But then Thursday we got Barrel of Laughs, um, and then Friday I'm uh, on uh, Neil Griffin and Friends at at Will Wright's. Oh, all right. So, so make sure you yeah. guys get out to one of these shows. Toxic Brew tonight. Uh, we got the the, the Barrel of mm-hmm. Laughs show at the Barrel in Springboro on Thursday, and the Wow Wright's uh, show at the Wow Wright's Pub and Grill with Neil Griffin and Friends. Check all that mm-hmm. out as well. Uh, Kevin, where can the folks find you on social media? Uh, Facebook. Uh, just type in Kevin Rupert. I'll be one of the mini Kevin Ruperts. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Twitter, uh, <clears throat> krupert89 is okay. my handle there. Uh, I think that's it. All right, man. Well, Sweet. Kevin, thanks again for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Guys, we got we got more show around the corner for you, so stick around. This is Mike Talks Funny. Hey guys, so like I said before, we don't have a musical guest for you today, uh, but I did want to take just one last opportunity to thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, After all this time, you know, we've been going for three seasons now, I really do appreciate it. Uh, We're coming to the end of this season, just a few episodes left in season three, uh, and we've got some big changes and some big stuff coming up for next season, Uh, but we'll have more information on that as we get to the finale of this season. But uh, once again, guys, make sure you go to MikeShayComedy.com slash shows. Get your tickets for the Dog and Funny Show. That's Tuesday, June 25th at the Dayton Funny Bone, hosted by Michelle Trana, featuring myself, Mike Wells, and our headliner, Doug Bass, raising money for the Dayton Humane Society. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. We'll be back again next week with a proper episode uh, with a musical guest and all that stuff. 
Uh, big thanks to Kevin Rupert for coming on the show this week. I really do appreciate it. Make sure you guys go check out the Barrel of Laugh show at the Barrel in Springboro this Thursday. And we will see you guys next week. As always, live well, rock on, take care, bye bye. There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing.